Welcome, everybody. Welcome. My name is James Wilson. Welcome to the Second Win Leadership Podcast. One of the things that you should know about me is that I love to learn and I love to learn about leadership. So you're probably wondering who is this guy talking about Second Win Leadership and what is it? So let me give you the rundown. Like I said, I love to learn and I love learning about leadership. My leadership classroom has been one as a husband. I've been married to my wife for over 13 years. Her name is Ashley. She is beautiful. Um, One day we'll get some pictures for you. But on top of that, I am a father. So I've got three girls, 10, 8, and 6. They are 10 ages, 10, 8, and 6. And they are beautiful girls as well. I'm grateful that they look a lot like their mama. But the truth is they also have different personalities, different likes, different interests. And so I've had to learn uh, what it looks like to lead them. I'm a girl dad. But on top of that, I also have the privilege of being the campus pastor at our Hampton campus of a church called Freedom Life Church. We are a multi-generational church, but also a multicultural church with multiple locations. If you're interested in finding out more about that, that's flconline.org. I'd love for you to check that out and you see uh, what we're about. So I'm a campus pastor there, but on top of that, I get the privilege of being able to travel to different places and speak and talk about leadership. Leadership, whether coaching or consulting or speaking, I want to talk about leadership that really matters. So you want to learn more about me, I won't bore you with the details, but check out jameswilsonjr.com. That's jameswilsonjr.com. Listen, what you'll probably know from my resume is that I've had a lot of failures and I still have a lot to learn. So I want us to dive into this, but I want you to understand that my perspective is from both, uh, I'm I'm a husband, I'm a father, I'm also a pastor, I'm an organizational leader, but I'm also a student. And so that means that our conversations, our time together, they should be transferable to any area. I really want you to begin focusing on the areas that truly matter so that we can lead better. So you're probably wondering, well, why is this guy talking? Well, leadership, in my opinion, is the answer to the questions of tomorrow. Leadership is the answer today for the questions of tomorrow. And so if we want to see things change, we have to actually change the way we lead. All you have to do is look at the news, look at the TV, look at all of the things that we are spending our time digesting. And what we would probably all come to the same conclusion and say is that we're lacking leadership. And so the reason we call this second win leadership is because second win is the phenomenon where runners experience um, they're, they're feeling out of breath, they're tired, but all of a sudden they get this burst of energy that gives them uh, new strength, new hope, and it actually allows them to go further and stronger with less energy. And so second win leadership, y'all, is all about changing the way we lead and leading in a way that truly matters and allows us to go further. Okay, does that make sense? And so what I want you to expect in this whole thing is this. I'm just giving you the rundown. Episode one. What I want you to expect is that second win leadership is not just about leadership, but it's also about life. So each episode, I want to make sure it's filled with practical strategies. We're going to have some interviews and engaging stories on how to renew your heart, your mind, and your soul so you can lead and live differently. Okay. 
So the first two or three episodes, I'm gonna make sure that they're available to you pretty uh, rapidly. So go and check those out. I'll make sure that we're gonna be on iTunes, Spotify, we'll even be on YouTube. We've got the video going here. But I also want you to know that I, I wanna give you those first couple of episodes, but we're gonna be dropping our episodes consistently every second and fourth Tuesday of the month. So look out for that every second and fourth Tuesday of the month. Um, I, I just am so excited about our conversations together. And I don't want these to be a monologue, but I want these to be a conversation. So I'd love to hear from you and I'd love to answer any questions. And in fact, as the episodes go on, we'll make sure that we're answering some of those questions. So contact me at questions at jameswilsonjr.com. So here we are, family. I want to make sure to respect your time. So let's dive into our content. So the biggest problem with leadership is I often feel the desire to quit. You and I both know that leading is, is rewarding. It is, it's probably one of the most life-changing experiences you'll ever experience. So whether you're leading in a family, whether you're leading um, at school, whether you're leading at home, whatever it is, it's a life-changing experience. And the challenge with leadership, though, is that it's hard. It's time consuming. In fact, often it makes you want to quit. And I want to talk about that because one of the one of the things that I've heard uh, growing up that really just got under my skin was this um, adage or this this line, this quote that says, "Quitters never win, and winners never quit." And I always struggle with that because it's not necessarily true. Because sometimes we actually need to quit some things. Sometimes we need to give up and quit some things like habits. Some things we need to quit our mindsets. Sometimes we need to quit BS. I heard, <laughs> I heard someone say this recently and I love this. He says that BS stands for your belief structures. And sometimes we need to quit going back to our BS. We need to quit going back to certain belief structures. Sometimes we need to quit relationships. They're toxic. And we've been engaging him for so long that we don't realize how much it's damaged us. And sometimes we need to quit our routines. And so what I want to get you to see is that quitting is complex. It's not just this cute little line that winners never quit and quitters never win because quitting is not a bad thing. I just need to know what to quit and when to do it. Okay, so if you're leading people, I, I want to kind of walk into this tension with us over the next couple of episodes. What does it look like to quit? Why do I need to quit? But today, I want us to really begin thinking through um, how do we understand quitting? What what's involved with quitting? But also, I need you to actually examine why are you quitting? So let's let's dive in for a second. Number one, why is quitting a big deal? Well, quitting is a big deal because if we quit something prematurely, it could have disastrous effects. If I quit something prematurely, it could have disastrous effects. Like I don't realize what's on the other side of things. And so if I quit something without actually examining that something, it could actually ruin the thing that I've been working towards. So what I want to do is I want to give you three things, three risks involved with quitting, okay? That's what we're going to do today. Three risks involved with quitting. Number one is this. The first thing is quitting is you risk giving up something meaningful. 
The first risk that I experienced when I actually quit is I risk giving up something meaningful. My wife and I were listening to um, one of Denzel Washington's acceptance speeches, and he said something that was so key. He says that the greatest threat to progress is not ease, but hardship. Actually, let me rephrase it because he said it a lot better than I did. He says that the greatest threat to progress is ease, not hardship. The greatest threat to progress is ease and not hardship. In other words, meaningful things, purposeful things take time. They take energy. They take effort. And they often require hardship. So doing anything of significance is going to take longer and it's going to require more than I thought it would. One of my, my, my pastor, he says to me, and he's one of my mentors, but he's also my pastor. He said to me, you know, that the dream is free, but the journey, it costs something. And so we have to understand that oftentimes the things that give my life meaning are the things that I often want to quit. In fact, if we think about it for a minute, easy things are always harder to quit. But the more meaningful things are the first things to be sacrificed. I don't know if you've noticed that, but the easy things, I like to keep doing them. It's easy to avoid my life and and my responsibilities. And so I can engage in self-medicating and and diving into my favorite shows or diving into my my, my favorite obsession of the day. Maybe it's video games. Maybe for me, it's a, a relationship. For you, it could be something else. Whatever it is, it's easy to avoid things. Think about it for a minute. It's, it's easy often to, to stay passive in certain things. It's easy to give in to losing my temper, and it's hard to quit those things. It's hard to, to quit being disorganized. It's hard to quit being undisciplined. It's easy to abandon my team and to blame them for how I'm not leading. It's easy to make excuses, and it's hard to give them up. But if you've noticed that it's often, it feels easy, though, to give up on the diet. See, it's it's easy to, to give up on these things, and it's harder to keep the things that are more meaningful. It's easy to give up on my diet. It's easy to give up on working out. It's easy to give up on my integrity, to give up on my work ethic. It's easy to give up on learning and growing. It often seems easy to give up on making time for deep and significant relationships. You know, in fact, sometimes it's easy to give up on the dream of writing that book. It's easy to give up on the passion that you once had in your marriage. It's easy, but it's hard, actually. Those meaningful things that are really difficult seem to be very easy to give up. But here's what I want us to understand, that when we quit, we risk giving up something meaningful. You may be letting go of something that is providing so much meaning and value to your life. You may be risking giving up a conversation with your kids. You may be risking seeing transformation on your team or on your job or even in your life. See, quitting could mean giving up some things that give my life meaning. And so in order to try to make things easier, I may be quitting on things that give my life progress and give my life significance. Denzel Washington said that the the, the key to this thing is that hardship is not the problem, but ease is. And if we're often looking for comfort, if we're quitting the things that are hard and going towards the things that are easy, we'll probably find ourselves unfulfilled and upset and drifting from what we actually want to do from the beginning. So that's number one, is that 
quitting is risky because you risk giving up something meaningful. Number two is this, that quitting, you actually risk not gaining something of value. <laughs> There's this story that um, I remember hearing growing up and it's an old story. And so I'll paraphrase it a little bit, but it's about this man who's actually during the gold rush mining for gold and he's mining for gold. He's got all of the best equipment. He's doing all of his best work. He's mining for it. He's going after it. This man has left his job. He's been going after this gold for about several months now. And after he's digging and digging and digging, he's working and working and working. He doesn't see anything. And this man gets angry, just like I would. After several months giving up your job, giving up on relationships or giving up on habits and things like that, and now he doesn't have any gold. So he sells his equipment to another guy. And the story I've heard it was that he sells it to another person on pennies to the dollar. So this guy got it for dirt cheap. So the next guy comes in and he starts digging where this other man was digging. And as he begins digging, his engineer tells him, hey man, you realize that you are three feet from gold. Three feet from gold. So this guy continues to dig where this other man started. This guy continues to go. And as he's digging, just like the engineer said, three feet from that point, he was in gold. This man who had started the process, quit the process prematurely and actually gave up something of value. Here it was. It was gold right there. All he needed to do was keep going. And I don't know if you noticed, but maybe this is just my life, but we often quit before it gets good. You ever notice that? That sometimes we quit right before the breakthrough. We, we quit right before it. In, in fact, it, it's taken me probably three to four years to start this podcast. And every time I went to start it, I would quit. And what's crazy is that this podcast has had numerous names. In fact, every time I was about to start it, I had a name for it. And then I saw somebody else start the podcast that I was wanting to start, but I didn't start because I started, I kept quitting. I was giving up something of value. I didn't know what was on the other side of that thing. And see, we quit sometimes before we allow the initiative to take effect in our leadership. We quit sometimes before we allow our character to fully be transformed. We quit sometimes before we see the results of that workout program. We quit right before that much needed conversation with our, our family members, our spouse, our, our kids. What I want us to understand is that there's something on the other side of the fear. There's something on the other side of the hardship. There's something on the other side of the pain. There is something on the other side of what you're about to quit. And, I, and I'm not telling you not to quit. I just want you to spend some time examining what it is that I'm quitting. Why am I quitting? What's going into my decision making? Because you may lose out on something you've been working towards. You may miss out on some dreams and some goals that you've been having for years. You may miss out on seeing the beauty in something because you've quit too soon. Point number three, y'all. So first of all, let me just catch you up that the risk with quitting, the reason why we want to take our time and pause and think through things before we quit is that we could be risking giving up something that's meaningful. We could also be risking not gaining something of value. And the last one is this, is that when we quit, we could be risking not growing. To gain something of value, to gain something of meaning, it requires a process. It has to be 
develop. You guys know that. I know that. And one of the things that I hate about that is the problem that I often feel with the process is I hate waiting. I hate the process. Why can't we just get to what we're trying to get to and get to it quickly? I don't know about you, but I want what I want when I want it, and I don't want to wait for it. <laughs> In fact, um, I'm from the city of Philadelphia. My wife and I are both from Philly, and we had the bright idea a couple of years ago. We moved out to Virginia. We had the bright idea to start a garden, and we've never done gardening before, and so we don't know all the intricate processes and procedure, but we started. And so this past year, a friend of ours gave us cucumbers and he gave us zucchini that he had started uh, planting in his um, garage. And so we took those plants, we put it in our garden. In fact, we had another plant that we had planted uh, a years back and now it's coming up again. And that plant happened to be a watermelon. Now, what's crazy is we've been watering this stuff, giving it sunlight, and over the last couple of months, now we're seeing the fruit of, you know, the cucumber growing. We got lots of them. We've seen zucchini growing. We got lots of them. But my girls really love watermelon. And the challenge is this watermelon plant, it's gone from a seed to now this plant, and it's going all over the place. It's all in the garden. But what's crazy is that I've not yet gotten a watermelon from it. And it's kind of frustrating because it's taken over my garden, but it's not producing fruit. And if I'm not careful, though, I can be premature and try to rip this plant from the garden. And what I do is if I rip the plant from the garden, I actually forfeit the seed, but also the fruit. And so what I need to understand that if I rip this thing prematurely, I may be stopping it from actually growing and producing the fruit that's necessary to feed people. You know, one of my favorite scriptures is in Matthew 25. Jesus is sharing a parable with his disciples. And in this parable, he's talking about the talents and uh, one he gives five to, the master gives another two, and, and the master also gives another one. But the thing that really catches my eye is when he gives it to the one with five and two, the way they use it is so significant. And Jesus even highlights it, that the master says to them, well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful with the little, now I'm going to put you in charge of much. Come and enjoy the master's joy. Come and, and join into the master's joy. What I want you to catch here is the principle that faithfulness always produces fruit. Faithfulness always produces fruit. You have to understand that despite what it may look like, despite what the watermelon plant may be doing and what it may look like and not look like, first of all, you have to realize it's not a weed. You have to realize that it's actually something that will produce fruit. It's going to take some time, but something is growing. And maybe for you, your character is growing. Maybe for you, there's something that's growing in your family. Maybe it's something that's growing in your heart. I thought about my daughter and I've been starting this, this new rhythm of trying to get up a little bit earlier. I uh, read this book called The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. I'll make sure to post a, a link in that in the notes, but Hal Elrod, and he's talking about this miracle morning and how you get up and set this routine and it actually restarts and structures your day. And what I found is there are moments what I, that I really want to quit this miracle morning. But what I found is in the last couple of weeks, my daughter, my middle daughter has been getting up with me and she's been joining me. 
And she now starts to read what I'm reading. And now she's exercising what I'm uh, doing exercise with. And what I don't want to give up is that this is not only quality time for us, but this is now her future. Because these moments may actually impact her. It may grow her in her habits, in her routines. It may grow her in the things that are going to be so significant, not just right now, but in the future. But the key is I can't just quit. And family, here's what I want you to understand, that if you quit prematurely, if you quit without examining what it is that you're actually quitting, this may have disastrous effects on your leadership. It may leave you malnourished. Um, it, it may have disastrous effect on your marriage, your relationships. Quitting prematurely could have disastrous effect in your parenting. For those of you maybe in school, quitting prematurely could have disastrous effects in your schoolwork. You've got to understand that it's always the hardest when you're closest to the end. It's always the hardest when you're closest to the end of this season in the beginning of a new one. So here it is really quick. Three risks that you take when quitting. Number one is giving up something meaningful. Number two is not gaining something of value. Number three is that you risk not growing. Here's what I know for certain is that some point, maybe right now, you're wanting to quit. But I want you to understand that this is the Second Win Leadership Podcast. And so one of the things that I want to give us every time we get together is just a second win strategy, a second win leadership strategy. Here it is. I want you to ask yourself a question. Why am I risking quitting? Number one. But number two is what am I risking by quitting? Let me rephrase the first one. Why do I want to quit? And number two is, what am I risking by quitting? All right, family, listen, next episode, I want to dive into the reasons that we quit. We talked about what, what we risk when we quit, but I want to talk about the reasons why we quit. And then I want to give you some strategies even next time to talk about how to actually overcome if I've quit. If I've already quit, if I've already burned out, if I'm already done, maybe there's a way to get started again. Maybe there's a way to renew some hope and to renew some peace and some passion. Maybe there's a way. So anyways, I want you to like, share, subscribe to this. I hope this has been helpful uh, content for you. Please leave a review. Let me know what you're thinking. Let me know some questions. If you do have questions, go ahead and send those questions to questions at James Wilson Jr. Com. This is episode one of the Second Wind Leadership Podcast. I can't wait to see you next time.